Welcome to the Blonde Runner podcast with Coach Laura Erickson, where she shares her healthy living tips as a running and triathlon coach and mother of four. Hi, friends. It's Coach Laura, and I wanted to share some tips with you. Recently, I posted a reel on some tips about preventing numbness when you go riding, and so I wanted to expand on that a little bit more and share some more things. So I did a ride in Logan yesterday. It was a long ride, and I noticed there was kind of a common problem. A lot of people get numb hands and they're shaking their hands. Other people were shaking their legs. And so I thought this happens quite a lot. And I remember when I first started cycling, I had this numbness problem. And a lot of it has to do with the nerves, of course. And a lot of it has to do with, you know, uh, your positioning on the bike. But these things can be fixed. So if you're having a lot of numbness, unless you have like an actual disease that causes that, then you can prevent it. You can do some things to help. So first tip is get a proper fit. If your saddle is in the wrong position, if your reach is too far, you'll put a lot of pressure on your hands and that will cause problems. Um, oftentimes you can just tilt that saddle down and that can fix it or help a little bit until you can get a fitting, but I highly suggest a fitting. When you get that fitting, also make sure that they they test your sit bone width. And it doesn't mean, you know, you can have a large butt and a very small sit bone width. So make sure that they measure that width and that so that you can get the right saddle. Um, That will make a big difference. And of course, the positioning of the saddle. But if you get a good fit, you've got all that figured out. So generally, if you go down to your local bike shop, you can figure out who you can ask them, you know, about getting a fit. Now it does cost some money, but if you feel a lot more comfortable on your bike, it's going to help a lot. You'll probably also ride better. You'll have better watt output or better power. So that's another thing. Um, another thing, another tip that I shared on that reel is use chamois butter. I'm a big fan of this particular product here. They actually have many different ones. I, I generally use these two, um, but chamois cream will help with any chafing that's happening so maybe uh, if you're getting any numbness down there that also can be you moving uh, on the seat you can move so you're taking pressure off you don't want to stay stay in the same exact spot the whole time and um i i like to help people get in that positioning it's much easier to show in person uh, but definitely you can keep some pressure and move that pressure around and that really helps. But keeping, obviously keeping everything from chafing really helps, keeps you more comfortable. And with the chamois cream, it's good to have a chamois. So um, a lot of people uh, don't realize that, it, you know, that makes a huge difference. I've seen a lot of beginner riders not have uh, any good shorts, but I would say invest in some good cycling shorts. Um, there's a pretty hefty pad on that and then add your chamois, chamois butter to it or chamois cream or chafing cream. And then that will, that will help. That will make you a lot more comfortable. Um, another thing that you can do is doing a proper pedal stroke. I see, um, and it's hard <laughs> watching everybody. Like it's, it's pretty, it's, if you're riding, uh, with a good pedal stroke, it's a lot easier to ride. It's a lot smoother and easier. And, um, if you're having a lot of numbness in your toes, it could be a problem with the fit of your shoe. And it also could be your pedal stroke is not very effective or efficient. So that's also going to make you a slower rider. But a lot of people go toe down, uh, when they're riding, they keep their toe down. Um, that's actually not good for not only what, you know, what, output or power output but also your toes can go numb that way so flatten your foot and it almost feels like you're you're 
um, going down on the back of your foot, it's like you're scraping off your shoe. Maybe you've got mud on your shoe. And that's what you want to feel. It feels like at the bottom. And actually, it, it looks like it's flat. And that's what you want to do. Um, that kind of moves that pressure around. So you're not having that same pressure point. And so your feet shouldn't go numb with that. Um, also, making sure that you have not only the width of your shoe is correct, but the height of your shoe. Um, cycling shoes are a little different in terms of, well, they're in neurosizing. But also... Um, you don't have to account for swelling like you would with running. Uh, so your running shoe size may be a little different than your cycling shoe size. But um, when you get your fit, you can ask about that. You can also shift the cleat on that if you have clip paddles um, to give you, you know, maybe if you shift it back a little, put pressure in the middle of the foot a little bit more, that can also help. Um but yeah, work on good pedal stroke. Look it up if you don't know, or if you're in my area, I do offer consultation where I actually ride with you and show you pedal stroke and I show you drills and how to become more efficient on your bike and aero position is another good one, especially if you're a triathlete. Um, so with that said, with aero position, I try to stay in aero position because I, it's just more comfortable unless you're riding in a group, obviously you need to be on the hoods. Um, often when people, people's hands go numb a lot, if you have aero in air, if you have aero bars and you're in aero position, your hands don't go numb as much because you're putting pressure on your whole, whole forearm versus your hands. What I find with people is they often uh, crank their wrists. So when they crank their wrists like that, that is that's really hard on the wrist. Um, if you can keep your wrist straight and then, uh, you're still on the brake, uh, that really helps. And also, um, shifting your hands around, like a lot of times I'll just kind of, um, open and close my hands, just kind of make sure I'm getting that circulation. So, um, yeah, straight wrist and then loosen your grip. It's some people have like a death grip and I understand when you first start, maybe you're nervous, but just tell yourself to relax. Often when you're gripping so tight, um, you, everything tightens up. And so often I tend to, and I tend to run with my shoulders up. So I often remind myself shoulders away from your ears. Um, same and loosen the hands. You want it tight enough to obviously be in the right position and hold, hold where you need to, but it doesn't need to be a death grip. So loosen up. That will help a lot. Um, you do want to adjust your positioning on the bike uh, a lot. I tend to move around a little bit or go up and down. Sometimes I'll see people, you know, stretching their back a little bit. And that's actually a really good thing. So um, moving around a little bit so you're not holding pressure on one point the whole time. And that's where you can get the numbness. And the numbness usually has to do with nerves. So another thing that will help prevent the problem is flexibility in your muscles. So um, obviously with cycling, you're in a fixed position a lot of the time. But and if you don't if you have very rigid muscles sometimes that will put extra pressure on the nerves and that will cause that numbness too so flexibility foam roller use that kind of stuff outside of your cycling can help a lot and then just getting used to it um you know your sit bones are going to be a little bit sore you're going to get a little bit of numbness here or there but as you notice it make sure you're shifting your position or you're taking care of these other things uh before so you you can do that um Another thing that I find with hands, too, is I usually don't cycle with gloves a lot unless I'm mountain biking, um, but sometimes I'll get a little soreness in my hands. So if I'm going a long, long time, I may use gloves. So uh, that gives you some cushioning that will that can really help as well. So um, 
All right, let's make sure I've covered everything else. Um, you can look at the different nerves and which ones are hitting and that kind of thing. But again, it's just good pedal stroke. Wearing gloves, obviously uh, padding in the chamois, making sure it's a good chamois. Um, I know another, another thing is, you know, if you're fairly new to riding, it's sort of hard to know what's a good positioning, you know, how can I help myself there? Um, and then the fit will help you a lot. But if you're pretty new to cycling, you probably don't have a great bike. And so maybe a fitting would be maybe beyond what you need to do. Maybe upgrading your bike would be the first option and then getting a fit. So if you have a steel bike, you are feeling everything it hurts to ride, right? Uh, it's a heavier bike as well. Aluminum is a little more flexible of a metal and it will, I mean, it's not that flexible. It will definitely uh, cause some, you know, bouncing around. But if you can afford a carbon fiber bike, obviously that dampens that vibration. And sometimes that will really help prevent some of the numbness that you can feel. So um, hopefully that will help help you. And um, I would highly encourage you to just try different things and see if that works for you. Um, there are some people that have disease, which, which has to do with circulation, that you're probably going to have some numbness. But um, shifting around really does help a lot. A lot of times I'll pump my, my foot up and down a little bit. Um, I often do that especially on a triathlon at the end of the triathlon. So when I get off and run, my feet aren't feeling weird. So I'll do that uh, throughout a ride, a long ride as well. So just a few other tips for you. Uh, hopefully this was helpful for you. Please like and subscribe. I do repost these on Spotify. Um, and of course, if you found it on Spotify, I, you can find the actual video on Instagram. So um, I do post it both directions. I hope this helps you. If you have other tips or if you like it, please like, follow, comment, all that jazz. And until next time, live well. Thank you again for listening in to the podcast. I wanted to encourage you to like and subscribe and please share this so others are learning about it so we can continue growing it. You can also find me on Instagram at the blonde runner and that's B-L-O-N-D-E with an E on there. And you can also find me on Instagram at Coach Laura Erickson. And that's L-O-R-A-E-R-I-C-K-S-O-N. And thanks again for, for listening in. And until next time, live well.